Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of English with Tim, the podcast where you can learn English in depth and detail. In this week's episode, I will tell you about some interesting phrasal verbs. Phrasal verbs are a part of the language that a lot of students and also teachers try to avoid. That's understandable because there is not always a clear connection between the individual words of this or that phrasal verb and the meaning of all those words when they're put together. And this, of course, makes them hard to learn. However, phrasal verbs are easier and more fun than many people think, as you will find out when you start learning them. Phrasal verbs are also a big part of the heart and soul of the English language as it is spoken by native speakers, and they add a lot of spice and flavor to the way a person sounds. So if you want to really use English the way it's in fact spoken by people from the United States or Canada or wherever, then you need to learn phrasal verbs. That's just how it is. So I've selected um, 10 phrasal verbs for you today, and the only thing that connects them is that I think that they are fun and interesting. So let's get started. First one, rake it in. Let's start with the, with the word rake, R-A-K-E. A rake is a simple tool that you use outside of your house during a certain season of the year. That season is autumn when the leaves fall from the trees. A rake is made of two parts, a long stick, and at the end of the long stick is a bunch of long, thin pieces of metal, wood, or plastic. You use a rake to collect the leaves that have fallen on your grass. So let's get to the actual phrasal verb, which is to rake it in, which means to earn a lot of money. A couple of examples. She used to be a teacher, but now she's a software developer and she's really raking it in. Second, investors are really raking it in right now, but nobody knows how long the market will continue to grow. So what's the connection between the tool rake and the meaning of to rake it in? Well, think about casinos. In casinos, each person who's playing blackjack, poker, or roulette has a very small rake, and when they win, they rake in all the plastic chips, and then they convert them to real money. Next phrasal verb, to spruce something up. So a spruce is a type of tree that does not have ordinary leaves, but instead very long, thin, flexible needles. These are, you know, less than a millimeter across. These needles do not fall off during the winter, and spruce trees usually grow in cold northern places. If you spruce something up, you decorate it or generally make it more interesting. Examples. What do you think of the English textbook I wrote? Answer the question. The text is great, but you really should spruce it up with some pictures. Next example. Christmas is coming soon. It's time to spruce up the house with lights and a Christmas tree. Third, if you want to spruce up your English, you really need to learn and use more phrasal verbs. So, now you can probably see the connection between the spruce tree and making something look more beautiful. We put spruce trees in our homes at Christmas time, and that makes our houses look more beautiful. Next verb, to get away with something. If you get away with something, it means that you do something bad or wrong, but are not punished for it. For example, if someone gets away with murder, that means the person killed someone, but was not punished for it. If someone gets away with robbery, that means that person robbed, for example, a bank, and was not found by the police. So, when you use this phrasal verb with another verb after it, little grammar note, you need to use the ing form of that verb. Examples. Rich people and their children often get away with breaking the law. Read that a little bit faster. Rich people and their children often get away with breaking the law. Next example. 
Lots of school kids get away with cheating on their homework, but it is much harder to get away with cheating on a test. Next sentence, third one, last one. Um, we'll also use the verb cheat, but it will have a slightly different meaning, actually a very different meaning. Um, so in the first one that you just heard, um, cheating means that you um, go to a test and you have um, the answers already written down on your hand or on a small piece of paper or something like that. In the next sentence, the verb cheat w uh, means to, when you have a romantic partner and you find another person without your romantic partner knowing about it. So, he thought that he would get away with cheating on his girlfriend, but she read his messages and found out the truth. Okay, next verb, to back something up. If you back something up, usually work that you have done on a computer, that means that you save an extra copy of it. Examples. In the past, people needed to press Ctrl-S often to back up their work, but nowadays we have auto-save. Second and last example. Don't worry, all of our work is backed up in the cloud. Next one. To back someone up. If you back someone up, that means that you defend that person when people criticize them or accuse them. A good lawyer... Examples, sorry. Um, three of them. One, a good lawyer backs up his or her client and makes the jury not believe the accusers. Two, I will always back you up if, ba if people say bad things about you. Three, rumors spread that I had spent the company's money on myself and my family but the chief financial officer backed me up and showed that I was not guilty. Next, come up. So if a person or subject of conversation comes up, it means that someone said a word or two about that person or subject, but did not talk about that subject or person in detail. Two examples. First, question, have you guys decided what your plans for Christmas are? Answer. Well, Christmas did come up, but no, we didn't make a plan or decision. Second example. You moved away to Chicago years ago, but your, but your name still comes up every time we meet. Next verb. To take off. So when an airplane, rocket, or helicopter takes off, it leaves the ground and begins to fly. Some examples. Two of them. First. Our plane takes off at 7, so we need to be at the airport at 5. Second, I always feel nervous when my plane when my plane takes off and when it lands. So, um, this is not the only mean of take, meaning of take off. Another meaning is that when a business or other project takes off, it begins to become very successful. I think you can see the connection with the first meaning. So, um, three examples. Um, first, wow, your English has really taken off since we last met. It means that it became a lot better. Two. My investments are really taking off. I'm earning a lot of money from them. Um, third, I first read that self-driving cars were going to take off over 10 years ago, and it still hasn't happened. Now, I don't want to kill you with lots of different meanings for one verb, but I will give you one more meaning of take off, which means to remove a piece of clothing. So, for example, please take off your shoes when you come in the house. Next phrasal verb, to be down to. If you are down to a resource, for example, money, time, or food, it means that you have used almost all of that resource and are not sure if or when you'll get more of it. Three examples. One, we're down to just two eggs. Can you buy more when you go to the store? So we're down to just two eggs. Um, number two, 
You're down to five minutes, so if you've not completed the test, please try to do so. Third, I'm only 30 years old, but I'm down to just 10 hairs on the top of my head. Next example, get ahead. Get ahead means to become successful in your career and often to become more successful than other people in your career. So, two examples. For years, I tried to get ahead in my career, but spent too little time with my family. Two, you've got to work hard if you want to get ahead. Or, alternatively, third example, if you want to get ahead, work smarter, not harder. Next phrasal verb, put up with something, to put up with something. If you put up with something, it means that you tolerate something that you do not like. Three examples, sorry, four. Um, one, she put up with her husband's heavy drinking for years, but then finally decided to divorce him. So if she put up with her husband's heavy drinking, it means that she tolerated it. She didn't like it, but she lived with it. Second, our neighbors had a really loud party, and we just couldn't put up with the noise anymore, so we called the police. Third, even in what seems to be your dream job, you will still have to put up with some things that you don't like. Fourth and last one, my, phone, my old phone's memory was always almost full, and the screen was cracked and broken, and I just couldn't put up with how slow it was, so I finally bought a new phone. Last phrasal verb. This is actually not a phrasal, phrasal verb. This is a little bit of a hack um, uh, that you can use with many different verbs. Now, not many people know this, but you can use the small word on after many action verbs. When you add on after a verb, it means that the action that the verb names continues. Usually after that, you say how long the action continued. Five examples. One, they partied on until the sun came up. They partied on, they continued partying. Two, she always talks on and on and never notices how bored everyone is. Three, the story was so interesting that I read on without stopping until the end. Four, she worked on long after everyone else had left the office. Fifth, after the war officially ended, a few die-hard soldiers fought on for several weeks. So that's all for phrasal verbs for this week. That is ten examples of them, plus one little bonus hack, the, that little particle on. Um, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see each other, hear each other again um, one week from now. Thank you.